Not that I'm bitter or anything. Coming at you for the 14th time. Wicked, 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 wicked. Culture Jack. Get it, bitches. <clears throat> Is it, are we live or? Oh, we're live. All right. We're live to the hive. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Tonight, we are going to be talking about E3, the show in Vegas. And make sure to throw those headphones on and get ready for tonight's podcast. Change it up. I did change it up. I was feeling some synergy. I don't <laughs> you threw me off. I was like, that's well, not the fo- thing. I know. That's your, not your the phone, thing. Your phone actually locked. Oh, it turned off? It did. Oh, that sucks. That's fine, though. You're in the show now, so there's now no going back. We're 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 pretty invest. Are you gonna text all night, or are we gonna do a podcast? I mean, no, I'm, go go for it. You're getting after it. Don't let me uh, frustrate uh, <laughs> you. Okay, so wait, what are we talking about on the show tonight? I missed we're talking the intro. About I was still thrown off by the weird intro that I didn't. E3. I missed the three. This is the second time we've talked about E3 on the podcast. I'll just I'm just gonna wait. Just uh. Until you get your nipples get hard enough to do this show. Are they? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Your mom? <laughs> Anyways, let's dive into E3 2018. Second round. Culture Jacked went. We showed up in force. And uh, I, I guess so. What we're here to do today is is talk to you about our experience there, and what what we think and will we ever go again uh experience was terrible we think it was terrible and no we will never go again so thank you guys end for of, tuning in to podcast. podcast yeah quickest podcast we finally hit it <laughs> under five minutes folks listen it's like riding a bull wait you want to stay on for as long as you can when you yes. ride the bull yeah <laughs> or you want to get off and get the frick out of dodge man but it's only seconds that you ride that bull for so yeah let's let's dive into e3 do you want to start with? Do you want to talk about the showcase or? Um, well, yeah, because this is post. We we just talked about what we wanted to see, so I, we need to include some of the good okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. And let's lead up to the actual event. Okay. So you you weren't at E3, but you did check out some of the showcases. Yep. I tried to watch as many of the showcases as I could while I was down there. Though my wife had other ideas; she wanted to do other things as well, which is fine. Uh, but it, uh, all the showcases, instead of going showcase by showcase, yeah. what's like your top five announcements out of this, uh, out of the showcases that you saw top five games or other, other announcements that you saw? Uh, well, you know, the, the big one, and we've talked about it offline here is, uh, of course, fallout fallout 76, yeah, 76, uh, they shit, they were on two you know, two announcements because they came out on the Microsoft announcement and then they had their own. And then they kind of followed up with a little more. Yeah. Bethesda. Um, so, of course, Fallout 76. I mean, it looks cool. Uh, kind of an oddball rendition. We don't know a lot. We know we know quite a bit, but we don't because this is new territory for it's the multiplayer. Fallout world. Right. And, and there's no legitimate, air quotes, NPCs. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. We'll see how the dynamic of that kind of unfolds as... Uh, the beta comes out in a couple of months, so they're doing a public release beta. That's that's could be awesome. Hopefully, figure out how how or what it requires to get on that. Or do you know? 
the the, the beta. beta I I know when they announced it at E3, their website fucking crashed because there was so it's much many, <laughs> so much traffic. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like people bombed they, in. They they wanted to figure it out. Well, they don't typically do betas, so uh, I think this is a good good thing. I mean, it, we're we're gonna get a more complete game uh, when it's we server checking, dude. Yeah, I know. Because the other games weren't played on servers. But also, I'm sure they'll find bugs if there are bugs, because uh, Bethesda games are notorious for having having bugs in the games. Yep. Todd Howard kind of kind of slyly was like, yeah. yeah, hey, I heard some rumors that there's yeah. some bugs in your ga- in our yeah. games. Yeah, he, no, he, yeah, he kind of <laughs> he kind of laughed on it, and, and actually, the that you you brought that up, and one of the funniest things I thought. And I think we called this in our last one. Was they had a pretty good joke about Skyrim there, dude? Yeah, yeah. Was was it with it was uh, with Key? Um, yep. Uh, so Key hey guys, Key and Key. <laughs> no, I'm doing. He was playing Skyrim with the Amazon Echo or whatever with the Alexa. Did. Alexa, yeah, and that you, was hilarious. You know what the funny thing about that is? That's real. Are you kidding me? No, it's real. It's totally real. Uh, they, they, I guess Todd Howard said it as a joke in like the office because you know everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, what's Skyrim gonna be ported to next?" And he's like, oh, "Wouldn't it be funny if it was ported to Alexa?" But then they actually programmed a Skyrim game for the Alexa. So everyone at the showcase was laughing at it. It was like, "Haha, what a hilarious joke!" These guys are, you know, poking fun at themselves. But the joke was really on us. Because they actually published it on Amazon, and it wasn't a joke at all. <laughs> and you can really do it? Yeah, you can really do oh, it. Oh my goodness, you just ruined the joke. It's not, that's no, totally, that's... You totally ruined it. No, they trolled the fuck out of us, man. Total, you totally, <laughs> totally ruined the joke. Why? <laughs> Someone else messaged Just me. take a break. Just take a break. Disconnect. You took off your watch. That was a good I start. I, I, I did. Um, so... Fallout 76, you know, I, I that was, of course, to me, one of the top-tier mm-hmm. showcases, of course. And it took everybody by storm, because it always does, because no one was expecting, like, a full Fallout game. Right. You know, I mean, or or at least so soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, were you expecting one so soon? Well, I mean, shit. No, I mean, I, I, I imagine, because their, their dev cycle between uh, Fallout games and Skyrim games is typically, like, six or seven years between games. What was that? Their dev cycle, their development cycle. Well, no, I get that, but Skyrim games? <laughs> Skyrim, not Skyrim. Get, <laughs> I mean, uh, I know Elder, they re-release it. Every El- Elder Scrolls years. games, excuse me. <laughs> Sky, Skyrim games, the dev cycle between between renditions of that <laughs> is like every still, three months. They're putting they, it on. They, they did say so. Uh, not to well, I guess it's, it's still within the same topic. Um, you know, they did say that there is a new. Morrowind or, or Skyrim in the works. A new Elder Scrolls title. Yeah. Elder Scrolls titles in the works, which is cool. Because, mm-hmm. uh, shit, that, that's been a very long segment since the last mm-hmm. rendition of another game, not a re-release right. of the same game. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Star Quest. Starfield. Or Star, I keep calling it Star Quest <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but Starfield, that could be cool. I don't know. I mean, do you, what do you know about that game? Other Nothing. than it's a, it is a single player. We know that it is single yep. player. That's what they've said. Uh, it's a, it's a single player game. It's in the, in the same vein as you know their Elder Scrolls games and their Fallout games. You're a most likely first person. It's going to be RPG like, but it's going to be in space 
and what if it's Fallout reskinned on the moon? <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? This is New Orleans on yeah. Mars, is right? Wouldn't is. that be funny? Though? Or no, just Mars. And they're like, guys, this is this is awesome. And essentially, they have three games, and they're just reskinned in different, like, with just different genres. They just put like a sepia tone over oh, over the top of Fallout Four, right? And they're right. like, "This is Mars now." Yeah, and they just reskin some of it. That'd be good. What else did you you think? Uh, E3, I gotta say, Kingdom Hearts looked really cool. I did see that. They, thing. I'm not a fan of that, but yeah, I did see it. I, I, I've I've loved the Kingdom Hearts games. The thing about the Kingdom Hearts games is there's been so many games. There was the the you know chronological one and two released, but in between that, mm-hmm. for like. The DS and the PSP, and uh, there was like a card game at one point, like a tactical game at one point. And there's so much lore behind that. I don't know if at this point I'm going to be able to understand Kingdom Hearts 3. But at the uh, showcases, they showcase more information on the uh, on the Frozen World and um, Pirates of the Caribbean. So that was kind of cool. It looked good. It looked oh. like it fit in right in both of them. That's cool. Oh, you know what? You... Well, I guess, I guess we'll just talk about games. I don't know about the top five. I mean, but a couple, two games that were interesting to see. Um, I, I, and I don't know a whole lot about the first one. Actually, in fact, I don't even know what the name of it is. But the uh, the whole Goku and the Airbender. And did you saw, you saw that commercial? For, what is that You're game? talking about the... Um... The three... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's like all the anime anime mashups together yeah. in like a fighting game. It was the it was like the the jump jump fury or jump saga or something. I know what you're talking about. Monkey D. Luffy, one of my favorite anime characters, is in that as well. Yeah, that was the guy. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, he's the he's a pirate. And then there's also um, at the end it showcased Light uh, Yagami and uh, Ryuk from. Uh, Death Note, which yeah. is pretty, which is pretty cool, and I I feel like I know what kind of game that's going to be based on the other like Dragon Ball Z fighter games. I feel like it's going to be one of those with just kind of this collaboration of characters, which is cool. Uh, but I I haven't played one of those guy, games in a long time and enjoyed it. Although Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks pretty dang cool. What's the name of the game that has the monkey that steals the golden thing from the pig? Oh, Beyond Good and Evil, Beyond Good and yeah. Evil Two, uh, had a had another trailer there. Yeah, it looked pretty looks, cool. Yeah, that looks kind of interesting. Off the wall, kind of different, mm-hmm. whole different thing. Well, that did you play the cool. first one? No, I did not. I didn't either. But I guess in this second trailer at the e, at E three, there was a uh, a callback to the first one. Like the protagonist from the first one, looks like she might be a villain in the second one. So that's kind of. Mm. Kind of cool. It just looked cool. It was a pretty badass trailer. The first one. It really was. Um, so I just, uh, I just thought I'd throw that into the mix. They had um, some gameplay footage for that too. So that was kind of neat. Showed them a little jetpacking around. Showed them flying in their ships. Some of the fighting stuff in there. Yeah, it just looks interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that I'd buy it, but it looks kind of cool. Maybe when it comes out, see some gameplay. You saw Ghosts of Tsushima? Yes, that looked cool. That looked badass. Incredible graphics. Did you see Death Stranding? That name rings a bell. That's the one with the dude from The Walking Dead, uh, Daryl. Oh, I think from I did the Walking see Dead, that. the yes. Boondock Saints yes, guy. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Wow, that was messed up, man. 
that had like the the little little fetus in the jar that he was carrying around, and he was delivering packages, and he ripped off his toenail, looked messed up. Hmm. I don't, maybe I didn't see it. Yeah, you need to watch maybe it. I didn't. Uh, what about Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk looked good. Uh, you know, a lot of cinematics. I would like to see more gameplay. Um, but I can imagine the uh, gameplay for Cyberpunk would be very similar to uh, The Witcher. So I that's mean, what I, everybody's hoping for. Yeah, I, except for this is first person. Is it first person? It's just first person. There's a lot of people that are mad because it is all FPS. I might or be. Get, I might be better down with a uh, FPS or F. First person walker or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. But yeah, it's all first person. So there's a lot of people that were pissed because, as you know, in The Witcher, it's not. It's whatever second person or third. Mm-hmm. is that second third person, third person over the it shoulder. Is third third mm-hmm. person. Yeah, so third person with with that, and of course, uh, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I may I'm excited uh, because I was pleasantly surprised that they kind of opened up and show, actually finally showed more than the whole original, which was cool. CD mm-hmm. Project Red came out. I mean, that's I, I thought that was nice to see. Um, trying to think of some other games that I... Uh, well, there's a few that are, they look really sneaky. Uh, Tomb Raider, the Shadow of the Tomb yeah. Raider. I was not excited about that before E3, but this trailer may have sold me on that game. I don't know. The Last of Us Part Two looked freaking incredible. Uh, it, it was very visceral, very violent. Don't bring your kids. Um, so we already talked about Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, there was another samurai one there. Uh, Sekiro, um, something died twice. This was like a samurai with like a robot arm. It's supposed to be really hard, like a Dark Souls kind of game. Mm-hmm. So there, there was that as well. Um, you know other games uh, like Anthem. You know they showed off some more uh, gameplay from Anthem. Anthem could you know maybe cool. I mean I don't know. Again, it, that's with these first. It's always weird because with to me anyways when you see these, some of these games like Anthem's a good example. I mean you watch the first trailer and you're like, dude, there's something to this. This mm-hmm. is this is pretty epic. This is taking like the flying or I don't know what you call it, falling or squirrel suiting or whatever you mm-hmm. call like that shit's taking no, they're, to they're a, straight up flying in yeah, it. Okay. So they're taking that to like where it should be. Right. It's not like an aged approach. The thing, the, the thing about Anthem that they said is it is a, it like fallout 76 is an online game. So you, you have these bases, these cities that you go to that it's like refuges and that's where like the story's going to take place. Uh-huh. But then once you leave, it's drop in, drop out multiplayer like all the time. So um, I, I don't know how that's going to be, but especially where I live, where the internet is not... <laughs> not it's kind of spotty. It's not the greatest. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, it could, could be less than an ideal experience perhaps. Yeah, well, we'll see though. I mean, we'll see. We're, we're they feel like we're overdue for one of those pl- those pleasant treats of a game. You know, somebody that kind of comes up out of the word woodwork. There was what Black Ops Three mm-hmm. uh, showed again. Four or this four. Time, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Ops Three had a bunch of three. bonus content on it though. Yeah, it was playing three at my house, but uh, it's definitely a year for gamers. Like. There's a lot of games coming out. There's there's something and it's for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like just such an, an array of titles. It's not just like 
one or two genres that's that's getting uh, developed or or one or two big games. I mean, there's potentials for. I mean, like Anthem has the potential, and I, I feel like the opportunity to become a good game, mm-hmm. um, mostly because Anthem to me is kind of one of those games where it's like Titanfall, to where it's like, okay, we're not we're not Call of Duty, we're not Battlefield, we're this different thing, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, there was no Titanfall. No. So, mm, wah, wah. Right, you know. But you know what there was? Huh. A Halo. Yeah, yeah. Halo's Halo's good. I don't know if I'm super excited about that one. Like, it, it didn't go... Yeah, but then I mean, like... It, it didn't, didn't show much. No, and what it did show... I thought... So, from my perspective, mm-hmm. of being, like, a lifelong Halo guy, and you are too, mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty shitty trailer. It really was. It really was. I mean, it was like, come on, man, it's Halo. It didn't get me hyped for it. That's, that's like at for all, sure. like like nothing other than you're like, oh, it's a Halo game. So, some big absences from E3. Final Fantasy VII remake was a no show. Well, that wasn't. Oh, I saw a commercial for that somewhere else. Maybe yep. I saw someone talking about. It. And uh, Red Dead Redemption Two was a no show. Yep, they gave them the bird Rockstar game. They the they don't need E three. No, they don't need any extra. Still would have been cool though. Yeah, would have been cool if they would have came in and said, "Guys, we're gonna kick the shit out of Fallout," and then <laughs> they just walked out. Because I mean, they're what three weeks away from each other. Yeah. They're both going to sell very well. Oh, yes. They don't have to worry about release windows. Yeah. I would have laughed, though, if Bethesda announced something. (laughs) If they would have announced, like, a Western, right? (laughs) Wouldn't that have been funny? (laughs) It's just Fallout or or, or, uh, Elder Scrolls, but in a Western setting? Exactly. Um, I don't know if they work in a Western setting. They have not. Oh, if he, I, I if, don't know if it would work. Yeah, it would. You can FPS it. Nice. I know, but just kind of the kind of the gathering. Kind of, I don't know. Maybe it would work. Shit, dude, they're going to space. They went to medieval fantasy, post-apocalyptic, and now they're going to space. I'm pretty sure they could handle the Wild West. What's your take on uh, the Fallout and Elder Scrolls taking place in the same universe, just different time periods? Some people say that they do. That's dumb, dude. You think it's dumb? Completely yeah, different universes? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Because the dragons and all the magic and, and, and all of that shit, that's not present at all. Mm-hmm. At all, dude. Like, zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, some of the mythical parts of Skyrim, it's not present, dude. Like, at all. Zero. I mean, yeah, no, obviously, but Fallout... Skyrim like, is supposed to be take place, or Elder Scrolls is supposed to take place... After Fallout? Yeah. It is? Maybe. Maybe I have my lore wrong. I was about to say, damn, they're going way back? Like, they lose all technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start building huts and shit? And then they get magic somehow. And then they get magic, and then dragons come out of somewhere? Dragons could easily be mutated creature. (laughs) I don't know. Your your story sounds kind of a farce here at this point. You're not selling it. Um, What about the Division 2? Did you see that? I did. It looked really good. Yeah, it, it looked really good. So did Dying Light too. They looked, oh, I did see Dying Light too. That looked yeah. pretty pretty good. You know what the thing is about Dying Light One is that game. I never bought it, but I heard it has incredible support. Like they they keep adding free content to that game. Oh, I didn't like know that. It, yeah, it's really well supported. Or, That's awesome. or so I've heard. 
That's 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 and it looked wicked. cool. I mean, like the parkour mechanics. I played Mirror's Edge, you know, when that came out, and the parkour was cool in that. So, add zombies and guns and multiplayer. I think that's a, a winning combo. Yeah. So, it, so I think definitely a big year for gamers. Oh yeah, incredibly. you know, and this isn't even all of it though. They've got GamesCon coming up mm-hmm. out of Germany. They've got PAX East, PAX West into the fall. You know, PAX West is always the last big gamer show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's always there's always titles that get released even afterward because they weren't ready for any of these sure. any of these uh, events. So I think I think a plentiful year for every every video game. Consumer oh yeah, or, it will be a bountiful harvest. It, for well, sure. it will be. I mean, which is cool. I mean, it, that's cool. Uh-huh. You know, so you don't feel like you're left alone there. I mean, there there is a new battlefield in the works. Battlefield uh, Five, yeah. yeah, which is cool. You know, what's messed up though is. I don't have enough money or time to play all of the games that I want to that I saw this year. I'm I'm gonna have to make some choices, and you know, and and you and I have talked, and and uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is is a definite game. Oh, I'm that's gonna get. locked, dude. That's locked in. Fallout seventy six is a definite game I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna definitely get Kingdom Hearts three. I may get one or two besides that, but I don't know where I'm gonna find the time for those three. You know. <laughs> Well, yeah, because well, just in those two, so those two alone are are just like massive time sinks. Massive, dude. Yeah. I mean, like you're talking, and it depends on how you play the game, how you want to play the game. Because like Fallout Four is a good example to where it's like I played the I played the game still on and off and just enjoy, just enjoy it immensely. Because like the last time I played, all I was doing was shelter building for hours. Mm-hmm. That all I did even, in Red Dead Redemption was hunt. Well, right, and and that's not even. That's not even like the the story arc, right? You're right. not you're not even playing in the, the actual story. You're just screwing off, doing whatever, hunting and and Red Dead Redemption. That is not a part. It is a part of the story arc and side stories. Yeah. But what you were doing not was as not as an I activity, was doing it, no. right? That led led to an adventure. You were just out doing it because it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very interesting. So. A lot of great games. I'm sure we'll have multiple podcasts uh, as we get closer, as we go see GamesCon footage, as we see sure. PAX footage, as more information comes out on Fallout 76 because we know a bunch is going to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see you know a little bit more footage of the Rage 2 stuff. I think that could be cool. Yeah, kind of a quirky, kind of a quirky offshoot. Rage game. 2 looks fun as shit, man. It does. It looks really good. It really does. It's like a Mad Max, Borderlands, just like. Uh, Wild runner, just do shit and have fun, blow stuff up, mm-hmm. attack each other, kind of thing. Um, but let's let's kind of step past the uh, what we all kind of witnessed or or the segments that you got to witness. If you didn't watch it all, I didn't I didn't have the opportunity to watch it all either. So, um, but you were there. Talk us through the actual event, the the physical event of not obviously you weren't at any of the press conferences, but being there. And uh, talk us through that. All right. So uh, if you haven't checked out the previous podcast where we talked about E3 and our expectations for it, go check that out. Uh, but you you might have noticed a different uh, a change in tone uh, from, from that one to this one. And, it, you know, like we said in that one, there was a, a huge misunderstanding of what we thought E3 was. And it's the showcases, but... It's not actually the showcases that happens outside of E3. It's an expo. It's a conference. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, vendors and publishers and developers there showcasing their work. 
And so we were a little surprised by that, but not disappointed because that's cool. You get to go play games. My experience with E3, my first experience with E3, potentially my last experience with E3, is that the event was oversold. There were way too many people there. It was elbow to elbow, and it was three to four, sometimes up to six or seven hours of wait time once you got in line for one of these games. And uh, like I like I told you, you know, it, that's even if you could get in the line mm-hmm. to begin with, because you'd go up to a line of a game you wanted to play, and they'd have one of the staff members with a little sign that said. Sorry, the line's capped. Come back in 30 minutes. You come back in 30 minutes. But while you were away, the line would just fill back up with people that were just walking by. And so it would stay capped almost the entirety of the event. So if you didn't, if you really wanted to play a game, you had to get there first thing in the morning, make sure you got in the line you wanted to, and then that was the only game, maybe one of two, that you'd probably get to play that day because all the rest of the lines would be filled up by then. Unless it was like an offshoot. Me and my wife, we played uh, Jurassic World Evolution. So, you know, hot freaking games coming out. That one right there. <laughs> I released a T-Rex into the park. So it was like the B-rated games. The B-rated not, games. Not top shelf, not the big announcers, the stuff that they, you know, the the side shoe, an Ubisoft game that didn't make it in the Ubisoft presentation. Yeah. And an EA game that they're like... Yeah, you, you saw the good stuff. The line for the good games are over there. But come on over <laughs> and in, indulge in our... Did our... you ever play uh, Gungrave? Do you uh, remember a game called Gungrave? That, the name rings a bell. It was a, a shooter in the style of kind of Devil May Cry. You know, he's got a gun in yes, his hand yeah, and a coffin yeah, on yeah. his back. And he flip it over and he uses it as a machine gun or whatever. And actually, not to, not to cut you off, what did you think of Devil May Cry? You saw that trailer, right? Yeah, it looked cool. I mean, I've I've liked the Devil May Cry. I stopped playing Devil May Cry at Devil May Cry Three yep, uh, right. for the sake of soft too. tissue injuries. I yeah. I was done getting carpal tunnel play, right, <laughs> playing right. Devil. I mean, that's an intense game, man. Yeah, unless and it you, was cool. I just I, I I saw the commercial. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, and there's a lot of obviously some hype because I was the opener for the that that company. I'm just like I'm just wondering if they updated the mechanics and they updated it enough. Do you think they did? Um. Yeah. Because it's I been mean, a decade, man. No, I, it hasn't been that long. Yes, it has. That was the part of it. That was what they said. They released Devil May Cry Four here recently, and then they rebooted oh, like it for a Devil May ago. Cry. That they said it was like ten years ago. No, it couldn't be. It couldn't be that long ago. Don't say that, dude. <laughs> don't don't say don't I, say that. I man. strongly believe, and I would encourage anyone that's listening to go check it out and tweet us at CultureJacked for hashtag Devil May Cry Truther experiment. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I'm gonna see here in a second. Right. Devil May Cry Four. Devil May Cry. Yeah, check for Devil May Cry Ford and then look for DMC because I think they rebooted the whole thing with DMC. No, that doesn't matter, dude. Reboots don't count. So we're going to check this. Dude, January 31st, 2008. Devil May Cry 4? Yes. Well. Before that was 2005. DMC was 2013. Dude, Devil May Cry 1. So give me half was, a decade was anyway. Was 2001. No, DMC doesn't count, dude. 
No reboots count, man. Well, that's a reboot for this current iteration. So it's technically the sequel to that one. All right. All right. So anyways, <laughs> so the lines were ridiculous at E3. The lines what, were really long. What was, I mean, there had to have been something kind of cool that you, you wasted your time on because you were oh, there well, for multiple hold, hold days. Hold on. Back to Gungrave before I lose that thought. Uh, so Gungrave, the game that we played, there was a VR Gungrave game. Oh, okay. Uh, so my wife, she played that, and it was terrible, but she played it. And then I also played this game where I was a uh, a ninja girl who it had big, gigantic, floppy boobs and fought other ninja girls with the same. And then if they defeated you, your clothes came off. And if you defeated them... Their clothes came off. It was really uncomfortable to play. Like, and it showed. No, like there was like little clouds in front of like the all the all the private bits. But and this was in VR. No, it wasn't in. Oh, VR. I was like, what? Where were you at? <laughs> you got lost in like a hallway somewhere, dude. This was. Oh, e- just keep playing it. This was E four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a like the adult, the adult video video gaming industry. Like, I got bored with waiting in line, so I went next door. Uh, I, it was it was funny because we didn't know their clothes exploded when you beat like the the big boss, and so my wife's standing there next to me, and we were all rolling our eyes at the the jiggle mechanics of this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, <laughs> the I, I beat the boss because I'm a magnificent video game enthusiast. And all of her clothes fell off and she acted really embarrassed. And the things were in, in front of uh, her private bits. And and my wife was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. And the guy next to us was like, yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> <laughs> was that the guy that... No, that it was, was just a, another oh, gamer just who, right, who had right, just right, played yeah. it and was just still... You know, standing enamored with creepy, the... creepily watching it, I guess. Yep, he's like, keep playing, Dustin. Oh. <laughs> Get up on there, Dustin. Oh, and I played uh, Soul Calibur Six, which is a good game. Me and my brother love playing the Soul Calibur games. Uh, I'm way better than him, Logan, if you're listening to this. But, uh... <laughs> we, <laughs> Lay that out there. Yeah, we, we, um... I played, and I was in the line by myself. And so he was like, you know, you got one people or two people in your party. I said, you know, I got one. And he said, okay, we need one more... A single single person to come through and play this, and this Japanese guy came and played, and he didn't speak much English, but I wished him luck, you know, and I shook his hand, and we played best of five. And Good uh, Lord, what what is this a Shogun showdown? Oh my God, it was it was amazing. I picked Maxi, he picked Sofita, and he was killing me. Two rounds, knocked me out, killed me dead. After the the second round, he knocked me out. Maxi, who has nunchucks, his shirt came off. They go through a costume change. And so I I looked at him. I said, you know what, buddy? You better watch out. He got his shirt off now. You're really in for it. And the guy goes, all right. And uh, I beat him three rounds in a row to finish out the best of five. And he looked at me and goes, it was because he took his shirt off, wasn't it? (laughs) I said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah, it was. That's an epic story. Yep. Pretty epic. Where you you were proud of that moment. Yeah, and then I lost to some other Japanese guy at the uh, five hour energy booth at a little basketball hoop thing to win a keychain. He beat me beat me by one point. They did give was me it, a free five hour energy though. Was it a real basketball or? You know, the little tiny basketballs. With but it was physical. Like it wasn't a video game. Yeah, no, no, VR. Was, They're like VR plays basketball with yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. was it was a, a real basketball hoop. 
Okay. Um, what about some of the what? What about some of the like they they had dressed up restaurants and statues? Was there cosplay? Hey, what about that stuff? Yeah. They, so they had they had, there were some people that were in cosplay, some uh, attendees, and then you know some of the booths like the Sony booth. They had a lot of different cosplays. They had um, the Ghost of Tsushima uh, cosplay guy standing out there. And there was a really creepy Crash Bandicoot guy. And he, I mean, it was a good Crash Bandicoot, you know, except his face was in the teeth and it was just cut out. So it was just like his face in the middle of the teeth. And so it was just every time we walked by and we're like, hide your, hide your kids. Yep. <laughs> watch out for Crash this. Bandicoot eat a person. <laughs> yeah, watch out for this Crash Bandicoot. If he offers to give you a ride in his van, don't do it, man. Um, there, so the thing about E3 was, like I said, it's overcrowded. I feel like it was oversold. They used a lot of the space for monuments and big displays and things like that. It was, a, it was a trade show, man. I mean, it wasn't for the amount of people that were there. If it was for the amount of people there, they'd have a hell of a lot more monitors, a hell of a lot lot less fanfare, I think. But I'm just one guy. I'm going to I'm gonna make a, a whole YouTube video on, you know, uh, don't go to E3, uh, just save your money. Watch, save your the, money. watch the press. Stuff. And you know, it's it's fine because my wife and I could afford it. You know, we we make decent enough money that we could afford to to, to go on a disappointing trip. The trip wasn't disappointing. We had a good time. We went to the LA Zoo. Went to a science museum. We we stayed at a VRBO with a with a pool. I mean, we had a good vacation. But so for us to take a hit like that for a disappointing uh e3 show experience isn't isn't too bad but i feel bad for you know the young kid 18 19 years old you know well shit i mean even even 30 40 year old dudes i mean they're saving up i mean like, it's yeah not people cheap that are to go, they're, they're scrimping and scrounging right? for a year or two this is, to this go is, to a yeah, thing the, the mecca of life for them they're, they're they finally get through those do- the, those big shiny doors and are and are right there mm-hmm. you know at at the video game heaven or yep. what they believe is the the pearly gates and maybe they didn't do their research like me and know what exactly it was or pertain yeah. to and then they go oh man i got to play but, but two even games. so but even so though even yeah. with doing some of the research you know and this is obviously post us finding out and post you oh, going sure. but I, I i would still say it would be a bit misleading Right, because the thought of you know, because even the afterthought. So if we go back to the podcast, we talked about it and what we discovered. Uh, at that point, it wasn't very misleading because you're like, well, you know what? That's that's a pretty decent compromise. Still an expo. I you, still get to play some games. Yeah, you get to play yeah. some top tier games. You're going to be down there while the release is happening. You'll get to do some stuff with your wife, whatever. But then you're going to get to go to this badass thing, you know. And, and from what I'm hearing from you, it's like they need a bigger venue. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, and, and then they need to really open it up to uh, so, so bigger showcases for people to be interactive or, mm-hmm. or, or have the ability. However, the issue with like a video game thing like this is that you know even with one to two to three to four, I mean, where does the where at what degree could this I guess uh, suit people because there's so many freaking people. So I, I I had a couple ideas. I'm spitballing. So for any of you E3 Expo organizers out there, listen to the Culture Jack Show. I know you tune in every week. Don't even lie. Mm-hmm. But for for you guys, some things that you could do are it recently. This is only the second year. It's been 
uh, open to the public. It's been a press show uh, before that. So separate the general passes from the press passes. Have the press go in from 6 to noon. Have the gen- the general folks go in from 1 to 7. Or give them a day. Or give them a separate day that they can go in. Right, or, right. Or a like, course of days. Like, like give them the full day, mm-hmm. right? Um, or do their stuff behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Completely behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And then maybe do one day passes and open it up. Yeah. Like one person could only get one pass. And then uh, also uh, some kind of some kind of design wherein, you know, the same people couldn't play the same games over and over again. Okay. So you know, maybe you got a, a, a punch card and you get punched when you go through the... Or, or like you, you get a badge with your ticket. That something that scans or something. I yeah. don't know. So that might be, might be good. Or bring less people in. Sell less tickets. Uh, you know, if you have to, to make up the loss charge more for your tickets and then that way there's still people feel like they're getting some value for the event uh, what about I, running it longer run the event for a oh, week oh for a week yeah i mean that would probably help you some know? of it right i mean probably help some of it and if people get the pass and then you know people would get burnt out after a day or two and then the other people would get to go or you know stagger the passes so you know these people go on day one and day two. These yeah, like people go on day three one and, four. and day two is yeah. red pass. You know, day two, three and four is blue pass, green pass, whatever. But then they'd probably just oversell those <laughs> those passes. Well, too. no, but they if they limited those those you know red passes these two days, it's mm-hmm. the first the first two days open to the public. We're going to charge a little bit more, but those are the only two yeah. days for that pass. You know, and there's a cap to it. You know, ten thousand people or eight thousand people. Because then they're going to triple or quadruple the amount of people that can go. And then if they moderately lowered the price toward the back end of the week, because then by, by then there's people that shot video, put it up, talk yeah. about this, talk about that. But the experience, the physical experience, because that's what that sounds like more to me than, than, the, than the actual press conference beforehand, then you can still experience it, mm-hmm. right? And, and you're just not the first guy. I yeah. mean. So E3, take note. Culture Jack's got you covered. Yeah. Um, it just yeah, it could it could be. I'm glad that I went. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm excited to have experienced yeah. it, and it's a it's a cool thing that we've been watching for a long time, and and uh, it just it just didn't live up to the live up to the hype. Yeah, it's a, well, it's unfortunate, but it isn't. I mean, like you said, I mean, uh, it's interesting because you got to experience it, and you know, I would say future. Future things for at least us at this time would be to uh, obviously do our homework before we plan any events. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean that that up front. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then outside of that, you know, I, well, more or less, I think that that would kind of lend to what what it is we're trying to do. But E three, I mean, they do great presentations online. So mm-hmm. 2019 E3 will be, I, I feel, uh, perfectly fine from the comfort of my <laughs> living room. Or from my cell phone, wherever I may be. I agree. Hey, uh, so that's it for the podcast, though. So throw your headphones to the floor and check us out on Twitter at CultureJack. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.